Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. About to record another episode of Keeping It Real by Caroline and Sophie and a very warm welcome to all of you out there. I hope you are feeling great. It's Friday. I feel like shit. There is a reason for that and I take full responsibility and I've realized that I've just soon got to learn that, you know what, Sophie, I'm 42 and I have a real difficulty in just respecting the fact that I'm 42, that my body is 42 because you know what? I slightly feel, I can't, I don't actually know if I feel 18, 19, 20 or 21 at the moment, but something is going on. I don't know if it's the weather, I actually don't know what it is, but I have a very sore throat. Well, listen, I was with you last weekend and my gosh, did I suffer the next day. All that talk of Paolo's body bar, getting up in the morning. Shit, we still haven't done that, Soph. This is getting to the point of ridiculous. We have been speaking, 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 that's how I feel. We've been speaking about Paolo's body bar for how long now? Six weeks? I'm booked in tomorrow morning. I still don't even know where they are. They're around the corner. But no, the point is, is that I think we all just have those moments in our lives where we're just riding that roller coaster and we're having so much fun that we lose ourselves. We forget our ages. We forget what we're supposed to be doing. And And sometimes we even forget our name. Sophie and I woke up after our evening. After the last podcast, when we were just about starting on our second glass of wine when we finished the podcast, we then went out for the most fun dinner I've had in quite a long time at Isabel's in London, which is on my list of places to go in London. And I think it's really, really important to mention at this point in time that after a very civilized dinner with delicious food and delicious cocktails and wine, we then... Or rather, someone decided to uh, open a bottle of tequila. And 16 shots later, we find ourselves in a car with six other people. And before I knew it, Sophie's grabbed my foot with a beautiful Giuseppe Zanotti sandal, high sandal. And for some reason, Sophie is uh, thinking my sandal is, in fact, a microphone. And she starts rapping like she's been doing nothing else her entire life. It was it hysterical. was quite a moment. It was quite an on the spur of the moment, in the moment event. We were basically entertained by a group of lovely Frenchmen um, who love now Frenchmen, French wingmen. Absolutely, and, um, I think it's a miracle that we didn't meet before. I was talking to a couple of them and said, "You know what? Had we met? Because we've all been in London for the last ten years." 
And I had a conversation with one of them and I said, Jesus, holy moly, mother of Mary, had you and I met 10 years ago, I think we might not be here. <laughs> it was quite an entertaining <laughs> night. But how refreshing is it to go out with a group of people? I mean, Caroline, you knew one of the chaps who said, come out, I'm taking out a whole group of friends. I'm in London. He lives in LA. So he came to London and said, I'm organizing a dinner for all my friends. I'd love you to come with your friend Sophie and join in the fun. And of course, you know, it's so much fun being out of your comfort zone, being with people you don't know, having a new don't vibe. Don't you love being around people you don't know? I've got yeah. to say, Sophie, I really admire the way that you can also be really open-minded because I think it's it's really what brings depth and quality to company. Mm -hmm. And that's why this evening was especially magical because you know what? You were open-hearted, open-minded and just let go. And it just meant that the conversation flowed. Everyone felt super comfortable (laughs) in each other's company. Oh my gosh, the tequila only opened everything else up even more, I would say. I mean, well, it started off in a very civilized way with a lovely dinner, as Caroline said, at Isabel started with polite conversation, ended up opening up about our lives. And we ended up having such a laugh, jumping in the taxi, singing into Caroline's shoe, and then arriving, of course, at our favorite place, the Chilton Firehouse. Where we won't be where, coming back for quite a while. Whoosh, do I, do I need to say? It was like two rockets had fired themselves <laughs> out of the taxi and into the Chilton Firehouse bar area. Darling, what mission were we on? What was going on? I, You've got to tell me what happened. I Well, tequila happened. I mean, tequila. I, I basically became best friends with a whole hip-hop crew who then invited me to the box two days ago i didn't even remember who it was i was trying to rack my memory i've just got to say i just i just need to tell everyone that after our 16 tequila shots at isabel we arrive at the children firehouse and apparently according to one person's bill we had another 18 shots of tequila in the bar at the children firehouse i believe that we were still standing after that frankly were we? <laughs> the conversation that Sophie and I had the next morning, or in fact, it was afternoon. I woke up at 9.30.10 simply because I felt so ill. I still had a little bit of a helicopter feeling going on in my mind. And I was desperate to speak to Sophie because for the first time in as long as I can remember, I think I've had one blackout in my entire life. But I was like trying to put together together. piece together our evening and from one stage to getting home and waking up it was all a little bit blurred and so I was very much hoping that Sophie was going to help me piece the pieces back together again I tried calling Sophie I think I probably called you 18 times I had eight missed calls when I woke up I thought you'd actually didn't make it home or something I thought you'd been locked up in a prison cell or (laughs) somewhere stranded in London in your high heels in your Giuseppe's and Otties I just didn't I was so worried I basically managed to over I woke up at seven felt horrendous downed a liter of Evian which was by my bed thank goodness then went back to sleep again until 1 p.m. And Miss Paolo's body bar, Miss All My Good Intentions, my chocolate Labrador was sitting there staring <laughs> with the most sad puppy dog eyes. I felt so guilty. I hadn't fed her, hadn't let her out. I mean, the worst parenting. Obviously, my kids weren't there. Otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't have behaved in that manner. But I honestly, sometimes you just have to have one of those nights oh, out with a girlfriend. Sure, for sure. And just let loose and enjoy yourselves. Nothing bad happened. We were there for each other. We were the lovely we group of people. Think- anything bad happened but I can tell you guys that when Sophie finally called me after me having tried her for three hours in a row 
the only word that came out of Sophie's mouth was O M G. <laughs> I think the second sentence was, we can't go back to the Chiltern Firehouse for a very long time. Absolutely. And asking each other all these questions about this evening. And I was kind of like, I've got this really weird bruise on my collarbone. And I've got another really, really weird bruise on my leg. And I think I saw something, but I'm not sure if I did see something. And and I don't know how I'm going to find out if I see something. Because she sometimes, I have a really good imagination. And I also dream a lot at night. So sometimes it's really difficult to know whether I dream something or whether it actually happened. And on this particular evening, it was one of those, it was, it was, just a question of did I dream it you know did that actually happen I mean it probably did happen that night um I have had a very quiet weekend this weekend and annoyingly the one weekend that I get a message from Andy Cohen's in London sends me a message I'm at Chilton it's so fun here come have a cocktail of course I am totally Chilton Firehouse out but I mean, just supposing he'd been there the weekend. I mean, thank God he wasn't actually, because we've <laughs> been absolutely horrified. But can you believe the one weekend we don't go to Chilton or I don't go, I get a message from Andy saying, come and hang out. Did you ask him how long he's here for? He's gone. He was just here for a long weekend. But next time, I said, next time we'll plan it. So he said he had a huge night at the Chiltern Firehouse. Oh, I said, there's one thing you've got to understand about the Chiltern Firehouse. You might arrive in a fairly sober manner, but you will not leave the Chiltern Firehouse sober ever. I'm not proud and of I, that. No, well, you know is. what, darling? I actually think that's probably a really good thing for you and I because... We were probably just like anybody yeah, else. We blended like in. Like their standard people. Oh, I'd like to think we did. I'm sure we didn't that night. So I've just come back from a long weekend in Sevilla. Oh, oh I my went gosh, for the it amazing. Sophie, it was completely and utterly amazing. From the moment I landed on Thursday, this weekend had been planned so beautifully i don't know if you've ever been to the feria in i've been to seville but still Sevilla. not where you were and it's so this the, is a week yeah called the feria yeah. which is where all these marquees mm-hmm. are erected everyone for the whole week wears the classical flamenco dress oh, amazing you drive around everywhere in horse carriage there's a lot of fabulous gypsy king kind of music going on a lot of gypsies dancing we had so much fun, but unfortunately, I found myself hand in hand with tequila again. Oh my gosh, I just don't ever want to see that drink again. On Friday, I promised that I would never, ever, ever drink tequila again. On Saturday, I promised that I would never, ever, 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 ever drink tequila again. On Sunday, I promised that oh, I would no. never drink tequila Sunday. ever, ever again. Sophie, oh, I'm quitting word. tequila. That's forever. Fine. I actually went. To I a haven't bit actually of a had a stop since you and I went. I just don't know how you're even standing up. Well, do you think that's why I feel like I'm swallowing sandpaper every time I swallow? Probably. It sounds like you're coming. I, I mean, to be honest, at, at our age, is... I hate to talk about our age, but at our age, if I have more than one night in a row, yeah. I make myself ill. Yeah. So I normally have one night, although last week was two, and I was actually punishing myself all week for behaving. So me having done five nights in a row and then having a one day break before our two nights in a row is pretty hardcore. That's hardcore. 
And I so what are you going to do to get over it? Because well, that's quite an interesting. Well, it's a very, very interesting question. I tips. started off with a celery juice this morning, mm-hmm. which um, I believe, and according to the medical medium, who you know is mm-hmm. someone I really regard highly, um, I think that celery juice drunk on a empty stomach first thing in the morning is really good at helping your body to detoxify mm-hmm. and eliminate a lot of alcoholic chemicals Toxins. that you have in your yeah. body. And what I've been doing, I've only had one double shot cappuccino <laughs> I've today. I've only had one tequila this morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've only had one double shot uh, Coffee, cappuccino yeah. today because I I can feel that my body doesn't really want milk. Yeah. Um, I'm drinking, as we speak right now, water with a whole lemon squeezed inside and the lemon juice on top because apparently... The longer you leave lemon skin in water, it lets go of some wonderful mineral that is incredibly rejuvenating and restoring for the immune system. So that is another thing I'm okay. doing. I'm drinking a throat coat tea. Yeah. And I was going to say, my suggestion is when I've got a sore throat, is always to grate some fresh ginger lots of lemon and a spoonful of honey and I drink that all day yeah and that is one of my go-to as well and you know what I'm also going to have I'm going to have freshly grated turmeric root Mm -hmm. when we finish the podcast it's another great thing and then I'm actually going to make for us for lunch today you won't believe it Mm. but when I was in Denmark last week I got from our butcher the most delicious liver pate Mm. freshly made liver pate from the butcher and I just sometimes feel as if on a rare occasion, liver is actually really, really, really good for us. It's so full of, full iron. of iron yeah. and other nutrients that mm-hmm. I don't normally tend to put in my body. So um, that's what I'm doing. And then I'm having, I'm as you can see over there, mm-hmm. I'm making chicken soup for the soul. Delicious. Making a really delicious chicken soup for this evening for the children and I. And I'm going to have a really early night. night although I've got two yeah. girlfriends coming for dinner this oh, is typical gosh. me Sophie what is wrong with me so How I, I, took I always whole... have all these plans so basically when after our night out I then I then actually I've got to be really honest with you I then had a huge amount of anxiety and I was feeling very low with the hangover because I still have a huge amount on my plate to do work-wise paying bills just generally getting through life and trying to stay on an even keel. And I find these days, if I go out and I have a late night with loads of alcohol, I do really struggle to feel good and sort of happy and motivated for the next couple of days afterwards. So I've really been... What do you been, mean? What do you mean? Do you feel well, blue when you've drunk? I feel blue. I feel exhausted. I feel like I've got too much on my plate. And... Uh, you know, I'm just being really honest. It actually, alcohol is my enemy because I'm, first of all, I'm quite allergic to it. I'm sure if anybody's watched Ladies of London, they'll see my reaction <laughs> to alcohol. I knew you have to sniff it. When Sophie says that Sophie is allergic, uh, what she means is it brings out the most hysterical side of a human being you could ever see. When Sophie is under the influence. I thought you were going to say under the table. (laughs) Is under the influence. She actually isn't under the table. She's on the table. Yeah. Most often than not, I'm on the table. But you are so funny, darling. And And you know what? I love it at the end of the day. Yeah. But I think when you've got a lot of things going on in your life and you lose control for a night, you you have the most enormous amount of fun. But I woke up with the world on my shoulders and I felt so heavy from it for about 48 hours. It took me a good 48 hours to actually feel 
myself again. And I have been to bed every night last week at nine o'clock every night. I've been so on top of the emails. I've been grafting away, you know, making sure that my clients have everything they want, proposing things, trying to bring a new business. Basically, semi-torturing myself for the fact that I really did let go of staying on top of things. And I did, I had to let go for 24 hours on the Monday after we had the night out on the Saturday. I could barely function. I, I took the kids to the park. We ran around. We had a lovely time. And then I thought, I've got to go and lie down. I, I've got no stamina. I've got no, you know, I work out and I go to the gym and I do all the things I do to give myself the motivation and the stamina and the confidence and the, um, you know, everything I need, all the tools I need to really keep myself going in the best positive way I can keep going. And if I stop doing that... I slightly lose it. And I really felt slightly like I'd lost it on that Monday. So um, that's the reality of it. It's I very, think, very interesting how people are really different in I different think it situations. depends what situation you're in in your life. If you're feeling incredibly stable, you're happily married, you've got someone to support you, you, you don't have the world of, on your shoulders, then you can handle it. But if you're going through times of change and you're you know, trying to keep everything together and everything's a balancing act and something tips the scales, then it does make you feel very vulnerable. And I don't want to feel vulnerable at the moment. I want to feel really on top of my game. So last week was all about putting myself back together. So I went to the gym again. I did Paolo's Body Bar. I did ePulsive. I went out for lovely big walks. I got onto my emails and I ate really healthily and drank loads of water and loads of herbal teas. And I, by the weekend, felt really, really good. Fresh and rejuvenated. And, and you so know there really was no appeal to go out for me last weekend, really. Did you know that every seven years, you don't have a single cell left that was in your body seven years previously thank goodness you, for that. you are basically a new a new bag of shells shells <laughs> what i meant <laughs> to say you are today, was your, a new bag <laughs> of cells every seven years it's quite i'm, I'm quite, quite happy to hear that isn't actually it? yeah me too but also but it I've does say, show that whatever you're putting in to build your cells is actually really really important and actually 100%. i next week we've got a lovely friend of mine who's coming to talk about all her health issues that she's had and the food that she's been giving herself to really build herself back yeah. up she was given some very bad news and told that she was going to have to take medication for the rest of her life and by eating the things she's been eating, she has self-healed her body. And now she feels better than she's ever felt in Isn't her life. Isn't that amazing? And she's 40. Oh, I can't wait to meet her. So, what, what, what is, what, what was the major thing she's done? <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, she follows the paleo religiously. She's cut out all dairy. I cannot wait to actually hear about whole... exactly what that is. Yeah. So I won't go into detail because no. we're going to talk about Ooh. it next week. Oh, the My chicken, chicken soup. soup is boiling over. Hang on a second. But actually, interestingly enough, I had dinner with her on fr on Saturday night. On Friday night, I went to bed super early, Netflix, in bed, movie, boys with their daddy, slept in the next day till 11 o'clock, woke up at seven, went back to sleep. I literally have been really giving myself a big break and I feel so much better about life today. And actually, you know, I've got more challenges already this week. And this week I was able to face them head on. And I was a bit late this morning because I was sorting things out, a few things that I needed to get organized. Mm. And I'm so happy that I was in a really good place to do that this week. Oh. Otherwise it can slightly push you over the edge sometimes. 
I think the thing with me is that I never stop. Mm. I wake up in gear seven and I go to bed in gear seven. I don't think since I had children, I have had more than to count on one hand nights where I've slept for eight hours. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm one so of these you, people you should who... go to bed early. I probably should one day yeah. when I have time. But the thing is, is to get everything so done what in you a day, do I need 36 hours. Tonight, you shouldn't be having girlfriends for dinner. Tonight, you should be putting yourself in the bath once the children are in bed. I know, but the problem is, as you know, Soph, we, we work a lot. I mean, we did a wonderful shoot this morning with Daniel Wellington, um, which was super fun. And mm. I must say, I'm actually loving the watch that mm. you're wearing on your wrist it's right now. I nice. think they're super cool. I think they're really, really fun, fun these watches, actually. Watches. Yeah. So, you know, we did a great shoot. We mm. spent two hours and we mm. managed to take probably 500 pictures. Mm. The rest of my day after our podcast is one meeting after the other. And this is a girlfriend I've been meaning to see for so long. It's been in the diary mm. for two weeks. I just find that if I need to, if I want to do my work and I want to maintain my friendships, which I do, it does mean that I am actually slightly nonstop. Mm. And I do think that my body is, I've made my body... you will make yourself ill if you don't give yourself a break. Well, the thing is, is I think you will make yourself ill if you think you're going to make yourself ill. I very much believe in the power of the mind. And I very much believe that my body will speak to me loud and clear today. As I said to you... it is speaking to you. You've got a sore throat. Today it's telling me... Yeah, that I have a sore throat and I can definitely feel that I need to take extra special care of myself. So what I've done Mm -hmm. is I've asked my girlfriends to come an hour earlier. Okay, that's good. The good thing is, is that one of them is uh, Josephine's godmother anyway. So it's really, really, I'm not going to drink any alcohol. Yeah, I'm going to make delicious chicken soup Mm -hmm. and I'm going to send them home by 10. So I'm in bed by 10.30. So I will have a really, really, really good night's sleep. Tomorrow, lots of meetings. Then on Wednesday, I head to Denmark Mm -hmm. because on Thursday, I'm doing a big shoot for one of our biggest fashion magazines Mm -hmm. in. And then I have Alexander, my oldest son's confirmation this weekend. Oh, wonderful. So heading down to my old boarding school on Friday. And Alexander's being confirmed at 11.30, which will be with family and godparents. And we'll have a lovely lunch and a wonderful dinner that evening. And then on Saturday, we will be at home at the family's castle, which is now opened for tourism. It's mm-hmm. open all of or half of April, May, June, July, August and half of September. And on Saturday evening, we're doing a big black tie sit down dinner Fabulous. for 50 people, which will be wonderful oh my gosh it's such a magical such a special event for him so beautiful so weird this is the first thing we're doing without my father being alive it's the first time we're doing something really big at the family home but he'll be with you in spirit and he'll be with you in your heart and you'll be thinking about him of course and he'll be watching down on you you know it's bizarre these things are peculiar life is peculiar Mm. and the first time you do something where you have a parent or someone that's always been there. Yeah. And the first time that they're not there is yeah, weird. It's hard. It's Do you know? Very it's hard. really weird. But it's not quite the same. But Harry, Finn and I have been invited to the Caribbean for Christmas. For oh, Christmas how Day, lovely. Which is lovely. With but who? With some friends of ours. Okay. It'll be the first Christmas that they don't spend Christmas Day with their daddy. And so I'm just 
So, I mean, he's very... Was conscious. Alex cool about that? Mm, he's upset about it, as I would be. So I'm just figuring out... Can I tell you guys something? Can mm. I tell you something? Because when Rory and I divorced, I very much wanted us to always spend Christmases and birthdays together because I found that that would have been the kindest thing mm. to do for the children. And also, I think it's more to do with children than anything else. And unfortunately, you know, this was something that Rory didn't want to do. And each to their own, no blaming here, no anger whatsoever. But what we then decided to do is when Rory has the children for Christmas, I then spend Christmas with them in exactly the same way that we would do on the eve of the 24th. The same traditions, the same food, the same preparation, everything the same, but I do it on another date. You mm. know what? It's just a date. Yeah, We yeah. do the same thing for birthdays and it's we true. wake them up as if it's their birthday. But it, it'll be the first, it would be, because Alex and I have spent, ever since we separated, all the birthdays and Christmases and Easter together. But why don't you guys, before you head out there, why don't you have a really special Christmas together with your family mm. and his family, whether you do it on That's the 16th or 17th That's or 18th of December and you pretend mm. that it's Christmas. Yeah. And you do everything as That's you would very, always very have done idea. because you know what? Actually, it's these memories and it doesn't matter if it's the 16th or no, the 25th of absolutely. December. It's, it's about, just a date. It's, yeah. It, it, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, you're 100% right. And once I accepted that... Mm and embraced it for that matter, it has been incredible because there's mm. never been any sadness about, That's oh, true. we're not spending Christmas together yeah. or, oh, we're not spending the birthday together because we are celebrating it as we always would, but just on another day. Yeah. I just, I do you know what it is? And I'm going to be totally honest here. I don't want him to do that to me. <laughs> I know it sounds very selfish, but if Alex but said darling to me... But would be no different. I know, but I cannot imagine not spending Christmas Day with my boys. But darling Hot again, it's just I a know, day. I know it's just a day. It's just a day. Think but about I have it. To do you remember when you came to my 40th feel. in Denmark? Yes. My 40th in Denmark felt as if it was my 40th birthday and it happened two and a half weeks later. Yeah. You know, it's it's a celebration that's yeah. the most well, we'll important thing. we'll figure it out. We'll definitely figure it out. But... Um, yeah, what I think got you've some... just got to make sure that you do is on the year that you don't have your kids. Plan I think it's really, really yeah, nice. It's yeah. got to be something you can't that be will nurture your heart. Yeah. And I suppose right. what's been easier for me um, has been that I've just always had my little Nicholas you've with me. You've always had your Nicholas, exactly. Always. You see, that's yeah, very no, I get big. It. Yeah. yeah. So to be without my children would be... Painful. Very, very difficult yeah. for me. I'm not planning on having any more children at this precise point in time, so I'm not going to have my little Nicholas to hang out with me. But anyway, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. It's an interesting topic of conversation. It's a very, very to interesting topic point, of conversation, absolutely. Um, which we'll come back to. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So, Soph, how about our lunch at Daphne's the other day with Hokon Gulkula? What a fantastic character. He is is absolutely brilliant. And I have to say, I'm so excited by his champagne because it is delicious. Let's just tell our wonderful listeners that when Sophie and I went to Stockholm a few weeks ago, the first evening we went to this wonderful dinner hosted by Isabel Löwengrip. And one of the guests was also the sponsor of champagne. His name is Hokon Kulkula. He makes four different kinds of champagnes together with the best champagne producer currently in the world, Ricard Luhun. And it is obviously produced in France. Sophie and I ended up having a really lovely lunch with Hokon at Daphne's, which I've got to say is one of my favorite restaurants. The sashimi was delicious. Wasn't that just so yummy? Yeah. What a healthy lunch you can have when you go out. And those prawns. Yeah. We basically, but Caroline and I obviously eat very, very healthily. And I just want to talk a little bit about going out for for dinner because I know a lot of people get the fear when they're going out for dinner that they have to eat all the sort of, you know, big steaks and big potatoes and whatever. And actually Caroline and I went and had the cleanest lunch at Daphne's where we ordered delicious Yellowtail and salmon sashimi. Delicious. And then followed by Grilled asparagus. asparagus with a little bit of parmesan on top. And we shared a portion of these wonderful cho- uh, garlic Gambarini. and chili Gambarini, Gambarini prawns <laughs> in the middle. So delicious. So good. We and did also had. have the, the zucchini fritti. We and did quite a few glasses of champagne but what was really interesting for sophie and i and i've got to say i'm not a big champagne drinker Neither i have I. never been a sh- big champagne yep. drinker i'm the same don't really like it to be i don't really like white wine or champagne because yep. i it doesn't agree with me it, it's very acidic yeah and it makes me feel very dizzy but what was fun was when we were in uh but this stockholm no. and we had a little bit of a moment after the exceptional dinner in Sophie's suite at the hotel, the diplomat, and all ended up in Sophie's room, raided her minibar, much to her complete hysterics, Disgust. I've got to say. She, <laughs> she had a total sense of humor failure. Uh, but what was... Uh, really rather wonderful was Hocon bought a few bottles of his champagne and I've got to say again underlining that I don't really like champagne but this is really really light and really crisp and super easy to drink and actually it's really nice to find a champagne that I actually really like and what I love about it is I love the whole taste obviously and flavor and the fact that you can have a few glasses and you don't feel too cloudy or foggy or acidic but also the whole story behind it well you know what i don't think we should share much of this story except for the fact that we met one of the 
kindest and actually uh, one of the most brilliant Swedish businessmen. He started off in banking. He's been partners with Ted Turner. So he's had a big stint in media. He's done so many different things, but his greatest passion in life was always champagne. So there are four different kinds of champagne. There's the normal brew, there's the Blanc de Blanc, then there is a pink champagne, and then he has a magnum. That's right. And he really wants this champagne to go and be one of the top 10 in the entire world. He actually invited Sophie and I to come down to the vineyards in France. Which I'm so excited about. No, I am too. I've never seen how champagne is even produced. Actually really see how the process works, how it comes from tree to bottle on the shelf. I've just had an idea. Mm. Do you know how many people miss Our Ladies of London show? And how many people actually want to experience us? Mm-hmm. Should we maybe consider... Taking the girls. Well, not only taking the girls, but should we consider taking a camera? Absolutely. Should we consider making um, maybe a really we interesting kind of docu-travel kind of fabulous new TV show? I love it. What do you think? I think you know, nowadays we can stream anywhere. Why don't we do that? I think I Seriously, think it's, it'll start be down so, there such and fun. then take it around the world. I love the idea. And Wondered. share the champagne with everybody. Oh, of course, yeah. absolutely. But if you think about it, I mean, I'm not someone who has very much time to watch TV. The little time that I do have happens often when I'm flying and it will be some TV series that someone has recommended to me. Um, and I think one of the reasons why I don't watch too much TV, I used to love watching cooking shows just because I think they're absolutely brilliant. And it's a subject shows. that really interests mm. me. But another subject that really, really interests me is is travel. And especially, you know, we live in a very big world with a lot of very, very different people who have very different needs mm. and very, very different budgets. And, you know, one thing is taking a brochure and looking at it and deciding where in the world you want to go. Why don't we take people around the world, whether they're old or young, whether they're married or not, whether they have a little budget or a tiny budget, whether they want to drink the best tequila in the world and eat the best Mexican food or whether they're going for the best burger in the world, the best pizza in the world, whether they want the most romantic situation on a small budget or different. Why don't we just go and do a really brilliant travel show and actually... Hokon, who really wants the whole world to know about his champagne. Why don't we bring the champagne with us? I love that idea. Did you watch, um, what was the movie that came out quite recently called The Grand Hotel? No was, idea. But anyway, they, they, they remade it as a TV series, which has just been on television on ITV, where older people, so pensioners, were going out to these far-flung destinations like China, India, and it was all about what they do when they go away and what activities there are, where they can go to eat, experiencing the local culture. And I think it'd be really fun to do it from our perspective. Totally. Where we're two young, single, well, quite young, single mothers out going out there. But darling, and, our and friendship, the celebration of our friendship. And also we are two women who have different needs at different times as other people do. And I think we're very compassionate and empathetic to the fact that people have different needs, different desires, different dreams, different budgets. Let's go out and find the answers to all of these wonderful questions. And you know what I think? I do think that occasionally, you know what? I would love to go to Chicago with Gulkula and bring Juliet. Absolutely. I would love to go to Sun Valley, Illinois with Julie Montague because that's where she comes from. I would also love to do LA with a combination of Juliet and a lot of other people. You know, 
I think that we should do something that still has the magic of Ladies of London, where we do celebrate our friendship, where we keep Experience an element new. of that, but we make mm. it a travel show at yeah. the same time. Wouldn't that be fun? It would be absolutely fabulous. We need to talk more about this. Okay, well, stay tuned. Stay this is something tuned. that we're going to start brewing. So anyway, I've picked myself up and I'm feeling so much better about myself and I've taken that week to uh, really motivate myself, get myself feeling back on top form again. And the weekend I had a wonderful dinner with my girlfriend who's going to talk to us about her diet and how she's healed herself from the inside out. And as a result of having such a quiet week, I have now started this week off in a really strong way. My week is also packed. I've got um, meetings all day today after this, all day tomorrow, clients on Wednesday. On Thursday, I've got a huge meeting for my rollers, which I'm really excited oh, about. Tell me about that. Tell me um, about that. Well, I've been putting together a business plan. My lovely intern was helping me before she went back to the US. I'm now meeting with a business partner who is going to help me pitch out to further investment so that I can really get this off the ground because I have had a bit of a block. When you start something like I'm starting with a product, you do need to put some capital into it. And I've done that to the point where I can't afford to do any more. So I need to branch out and get some um, other investment into it. And I have had offers of investment, but I wasn't sure that the source I was getting it from was the right source. And I didn't want to either dilute my brand or have uh, money held over me in any way, shape or form that wasn't going to be um, profitable or interesting for the investor. And it was more of a personal loan to me. So I want to make sure that whoever invests is investing in it for exactly the right reasons. So it's taken me a little bit longer than I'd hoped. I've now really feel like I'm at a point where I can get this out there and get it on the shelves, hopefully by the end of this year. And I'm really, really excited about it. But in order to do all the things that I'm juggling, which is my interior decorating business, which is my bread and butter, plus um, the podcast, plus the children, plus my rollers, plus other collaborations that come Darling, along. I think it's super exciting. You there are so stay. many, so many brilliant collaborations but coming you, up. But what I'm saying is in order to manage all of that and to juggle all of it yeah. all at once, for me, I need to be feeling powerful, strong, confident and ready to take on the world and if I if I go and have a wild night it will take me a few days to recover from that and I don't have that time at the moment I don't have the luxury of just going off and you know hiding or going to a beach or whatever I'm just in this moment and I feel like I've got to really go for it in order to get things back because yes it's all about power of the mind and it's all about manifestation but at the end of the day you're not going to get what you need out of life unless you really really work for it and no one's going to hand you anything on a plate no i agree with that no one's going to give it to you lying down sorry that sounds awful no Um, no no, but you know you've got to go out there you've got to fight your corner you've got to be driven you've got to set your goals you have got to manifest success, but you've also got to make sure you're surrounded by the right people, doing the right things, putting your best foot forward and having as much self-esteem and self-confidence as you had. And that's really how I fight for my 
different businesses. I really, I, there's a lot of things that take up the making up of how yeah. I feel the most yeah. powerful. Yeah. And I have to follow those. So, so I know when I say to you, I'm doing Paolo's Body Bar, and you say, but so if I need to meet with you here. And I say, but I really need to do it to start my day in the right no, way. No, I understand. And it's those tools that I need to make me feel powerful. And again, it's a very, it's it's really uniquely different for mm, every single absolutely. human being, you know. And again, there are some people that and need sleep to sleep. Is massive. I was just yeah. going to say. Sleep is a really big thing for me. When I yeah. don't have plans in the evening, yeah. I make myself get into bed at 10 o'clock yeah. and I follow the ritual that I've already told you, yeah. which is bath and hot drink and relaxation and aromatherapy. Yeah. And I don't allow myself to put on the TV. I yeah. read a book yeah. and I fall asleep really fast. But I you know, all these people that go to sleep meditation. at 8.30, 9, 9.30, I mean, to me is like, that's still in the middle of the afternoon as I've far as I'm it. concerned. I used to do it when I had... When Finn and Harry were really yeah. little, I would put them to bed and I couldn't wait to get in my pajamas and but get into my it. bed. It's it's amazing because I've I have actually never, ever, ever in my since I was probably sixteen mm. gone to bed at that time but like you're ever. A, but you're I also much come later from, you know what's me. interesting? I also yeah. um I also come from a family. I mean my my father, for example, complete night owl would never ever go to bed before one or two in the morning. Yeah. And you I know, think that's, I come from a, that's true. That's so, very, so big we're brought differences. up in this way. Yeah. We're very much brought up Whereas in this way. Whereas when you say come for dinner with the boys at six or seven, I think, well, they've got to be in bed by 7.30. Yeah. So how am I going to get them home and bath and into bed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is anxiety building for Already me. Because I up. think, my gosh, I, they've got to be in bed by eight. Otherwise, they're going to be exhausted. And how much sleep do your boys need? A lot. Do you know what I found? I found that... Um, or actually, my, my sister, do you know, do you know what my sister said to me recently? Because they've had real problems with putting their two girls to bed and actually settling them. And often mm. it took two or three hours yeah, every be. single night. Yeah. And the girls also woke up many times during the night. And they went and spoke to someone for some advice mm. on what to do. And this person said, actually, it was one of the kindergarten and school teachers. Mm. And they both said, you know what? I don't think your girls need as much sleep as you mm. think they do. And now instead of putting them to bed at 7.30, mm. they put them to bed at nine. These girls are eight and five. Mm. And Elizabeth does sometimes fall asleep before nine, but Marie Louise, not before nine, 9.30. She wakes that's up great. sparkling if that wakes, as if that a magic for stick. them. Then that's every great. morning. But at I can seven tell you, it's amazing. I can tell you from my experience. Yeah. My boys throughout the whole school holidays yeah. have been allowed to have the odd movie night. They haven't been in bed before nine o'clock. They are exhausted, and as a result of their overtired exhaustion, their behaviour is so sporadic. One minute they can be angels, the next minute they're crying because they can't watch something on mm. the TV or they're not allowed their mm. iPad. They have no control of their mm. emotions. Mm. They're all over the shop. Mm -hmm. We're in the park. They suddenly want to go home because they're tired. And I know my children. And if my children are well slept, they are on an even keel. They're happy. They're confident. So I honestly feel for my children, it's really important that I get back into the routine and I've been doing it for the past week because I've been tired as well we go back to school tomorrow and for the past week I've got them it takes three days to get them back into a routine mm. sometimes four mm -hmm. so I've been putting them to bed earlier now mm -hmm. so they're, they're in bed at 7 30 and they're asleep by eight mm -hmm. when they go back to school they'll mm -hmm. be in bed at seven and asleep by 7 30 mm -hmm. the same for both of them you don't make a difference between them Finn goes to bed 20 minutes before Harry Okay. So we do our bedtime stories with Finn mm. and then Harry's in my bed while we're 
doing that, reading his stories, and then Harry will go in half an hour later. But it really, really makes a massive difference to them. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's just being really mindful to your needs and to your Absolutely. children's needs. And what works yeah. for one may not necessarily work for another. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it is very, very individual. It's it is very, very individual. individual. Probably in the same way that, you know, you can't live without your paolo's body bar or mm. your exercises where yeah. i say you know what if i do 10 minutes of yoga in a week that is a really good thing because mm. i don't do a lot of it but yeah. you know in the same way I that you feel better on eight hours sleep you know yeah. i feel fine on five or six hours sleep. yeah you see i it's, feel a wreck on that yeah i, yeah. I can do it and i yeah. do it quite often yeah. but i don't feel as good and i think you know the the exercise and the healthy eating i never used to do this when i was married i used to fit it in around the kids and da 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 but when I separated from Alex, I wanted to do things that I really felt were going to build my confidence and my self-esteem and get me back out there and get me performing to the best of my ability on my own. And I do the things now that I know are going to make me feel the best I can possibly feel and be the best me. So it's all about... And that's what it's all about. Doing just, things that yes, make you feel exactly, good. Exactly. Whether that's taking yourself for a walk in the morning, yes. dropping the kids to school on foot, which is great as well, so that you can walk home afterwards. It's just... It's, it's all just part of your building up yourself and making yourself feel the best you can possibly feel. And there's a lot of components to doing that from health to fitness to what we eat to how you present yourself yeah. your rollers in your hair your makeup yeah. the clothes you're putting on yeah. whatever it is to make yourself feel confident and ready to take on the world because 100%. there are days where you don't feel ready to take on the world and there are days when you feel like you can conquer it all we're going to talk to yelda next week who was diagnosed with a horrible disease which she was able to cure through her health and nutrition. We will be covering lots of health and nutrition next week and we can't wait to see you again. Thanks so much for listening. Lots of love from us. Lots of love from What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.